going. Oh, it's... <laughs> whoops. <laughs> okay, we're trying to time a thing. I'm sorry, y'all. It wasn't even loud enough for y'all to hear it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, welcome back to our podcast. Hey, y'all. Uh, we, if you don't know who the fuck we are, I'm Erica. I'm Kat. We are Is It Future or Is It Podcast. Today... It is our off week. If you guys are following our return rewatch, you know that there was no episode this week. So we decided to watch Firewalk with me and, and the, missing the missing pieces. pieces. Because why not? And I also have brought The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer with me, which Erica has not read, but it's an interesting... I haven't read, but I've gifted it before. Yeah. That's how fucked up it is. I've given it as a gift. <laughs> Um, when I bought this last summer, I believe, I'm not sure if it was this week that I was reading it, but it was like sometime in June or July, I bought it and then went to the beach with friends and brought it with me. (laughs) And everyone was just like, what are you doing? I'm like, just bringing this sad book to the beach. (laughs) Super casual. Feels very on brand. So, um, I just lifted my armpits to pull my hair back and it reminded me that (laughs) <laughs> Thanks to one of you lovely followers, Cat now has to sniff my manly smelling fucking funeral home ass smelling deodorant. So here goes. Why is this happening to me specifically? <laughs> it's just the they worst. Love us. It smells like a, it smells like a funeral. Yeah, what the? It smells like an old lady. It smells like <laughs> some weird, like, Bath and Body Works version of, like, yeah. an ocean scent. Mm-hmm. And you know what scent this is? Unscented Dove Clear Spray. What the fuck? Thanks, Dove. Why? It smells like super manly. That one's not as scented as this one, I guess. But, Lies. like, it's bad. That is Why? garbagey. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's jump right in. Oh, no, we have one more thing first. We have almost 200 fucking plays on this fucking podcast. Oh, that's not what I wanted to talk about, but <laughs> you know what I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. The DuckTales dog. <laughs> DuckTales. Have you guys seen that video of the dog getting groomed to the DuckTales theme? If not, I've definitely tweeted it out from the account. Go check it out. It is truly the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've played it at least 500 times at this point. I saw it yesterday morning and I literally have just been like playing it on repeat, dancing along with the dog. And I just want you guys to know that that's where I am with my life. Erica says she finally feels represented in media by that dog. I truly, truly do. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you had to describe me in any type of video, that's it. I feel seen. Hmm. I feel truly seen. I don't know what I would be. I've been thinking a lot about the tweet that was like, Would you be the, uh, the, wouldn't it be nice, Berg? Because that's also me. I don't know. <laughs> He's just like stomping around to what be nice. Um, I've been thinking a lot about the tweet that reads, Who's the most famous person you're both one extremely horny for and two you think you might have a shot with under the right circumstances? Trying. I've been trying to think of my answer and I can't think of it. I don't know because I'm not that cute, but like also Kyle definitely gave me a look the first time I met him. I'm not I'm not saying <laughs> I, I think I have the wrong. Oh no, I'm not gonna say that. You know what I'm about to say, but I'm not gonna not gonna talk about this apartment any. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle liked a we um quote tweeted the picture of him with the actor who plays Sunny Jim last week, and he liked the tweet, so he knows that our Twitter exists. And I probably knows that the podcast really want to shut this whole thing down. Yeah, we almost deleted. <laughs> not really. No, really. <laughs> I almost was like, oh, let's just... Uh, instead, of, like, instead of deleting as a Sagittarius, you double down on making it even worse. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I, I, I held myself back. I didn't say that I have the wrong genitalia. 
I hope no one heard that. Nobody heard that, but Kat definitely did. Um, also, um, we're drinking cute wine out of a can with matching straws. It came with these matching straws, and they're the cutest thing ever. They're pink like the bottle, and I'm that's adorable. Hi, Kia here for it. Thank you, Pampelon. Sparkling wine cocktails. Fancy ass shit. All right, I'm gonna just, uh, let's get started. I wanna just keep going? Why don't we just go right into it? So, I'm literally sitting here, um, trying to avoid recording with this song, but I'm, like, literally getting, like, visibly upset about Tanya Harding because there's another documentary being made about her and I'm, I'm just like why are we making someone who literally knew about a murder plot famous like I, <laughs> my tweet is literally can we stop making Tanya Harding famous she literally admitted to knowing of, of the plot to take out her opponent like she yeah. she admitted to knowing about the knee thing but it started out as an actual murder plot like that's literally the initial plan with Sam, or what's his face, Gluey? Yeah. Uh, whatever his first name is, I don't know, the fat guy. <laughs> fat guy played by Sebastian Stan, who is not fat. No. Confusing. Very. Um, he literally looked like Jacques Renault. <laughs> like, Fuck! Who I hate! Who they could have cast. <laughs> Give him more money. <laughs> is he uh, alive? Maybe. What? Is he alive? I think so. I feel like there's a lot of Deceased Twin Peaks yeah. stars. I'm, gonna look, I'm not going to look it up. It's too, too much effort. Also, who cares that much about But Trump yeah, so like, we're getting high-key distracted here. I'm flipping through Laura Palmer's diary. Oh yeah, Kat's doing like actual work right now, and I'm just getting upset about Tanya Harding. On brand. Yeah. Where's that? Fuck I always miss the stop recording button. I hope you guys know that. So if there's ever like an awkward, like, what the hell? Yeah. That's, that's me. So I just had to start recording because Audrey's dance song is on. The dance. Um, so where are we starting? I think we should start with Firewalk with me and then go into the missing pieces because I'm going to get really upset about how much was missing. David, it was important. It was very important. Honestly, the missing pieces is more important than Firewalk With Me. Honestly, the missing pieces is more interesting than Firewalk yeah. With Me. Literally, my last note for Firewalk With Me is, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens. Literally, that's exactly, like, dead ass. Nothing happens. <laughs> Me has like three pages worth of notes and then at the end says nothing happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> so my first note is whomst are the children on this bus and the ladies being arrested with the okay, bus right? driver? Who the fuck are they? <laughs> Can I please just know why we're arresting these prostitutes? On, why were they on a bus with children? Why are the children screaming? <laughs> why are they so easily able to just, like, leave the children there when they get the call? Like, Chet Desmond is just like, peace. Also, fucking Chet. 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 He's such a dick. I'm right? glad he got disappeared. <laughs> he makes... He touched the ring. It's his fault. He makes Sam Stanley pour his coffee on himself. That was so mean. That's that was so funny. funny. The funniest shit. But it was not nice. No, it Sam wasn't. Sam Stanley didn't deserve that. No, he didn't. <laughs> but it was funny. I hate you, Chet Desmond. Aww. Um... <laughs> so literally all of my notes are just like quotes from Firewalk yeah. with me that I just gobble 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 oh it's on there it's, it's, it's literally in all caps right there gobble 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 <laughs> but so the first quote I have is want to hear about our specials we don't no, have it. any <laughs> like fuck me <laughs> But, like, she kind of, like, winks at them. Like, takes way too long to be like, we don't have any. They were like, can I order food? Literally, Sam Stanley's like, 
can we please order some food? <laughs> it's 3 a.m., which that missing piece fucks me up because, yeah. like, it tells you how they got there and then the missing piece. So we can add the missing pieces in where they're supposed yeah. to go because I can yeah. generally tell where they're supposed to go. Yeah. So the scene in the back room of Hap's Diner yeah. with the fucking electricity yep. dude yep. and the woodsman-looking-ass dude, which... Oh, and the guy who was like, he had a name tag that says goodbye to Jack, say goodbye to Jack. And I'm like, what does that mean, sir? And then there were red and black balloons inside of Hapsteiner when they were leaving. Yeah. Um, it, it just, yeah, that, the, the missing pieces fucked me up, fam. Okay. We're, yeah. Really fucked we're me really up. We're really upset. And then, uh, my next note just says, not before nine, Erica was. Oh wait, just yeah. the greatest thing because mood so is, funny. Like I feel like Carla is the most relatable yeah. like, character in yep. Firewalk with me, <laughs> but he's not that relatable in. Oh, so some of these connections, I mean, you're gonna get fucked up. I'm ready. Oh, oh, uh, all the fat trout stuff. I was connecting. You're gonna get. There's one that you're literally going to have a fucking heart attack. Go, go, go. Um, so the broken socket in Teresa's Banks trailer. Yeah. Teresa Banks' trailer, not Teresa's Banks. Teresa's Banks. <laughs> um, if she ran Electricity. If the she fucking ran woodsman story. lady in Teresa Banks' trailer. Yep. Angry. What the fuck was that? And, like, literally nobody, like, said anything about it. They were just like, okay. Okay, cool. She's just here. She's inside of someone else's trailer. Which is, like, low-key a crime scene? Kind of? That's like, high-key trespassing. Yeah. Because why she didn't live with the old lady with soot on her face. Anyways. Um. Oh. Characters kept repeating themselves. Immediately, they would say the same thing after they said it. I think Irene did it. I think Sam Stanley did it. I think Chet might have done it. Where they just say the exact same thing a few seconds later. Which reminded me of Dougie. Dougie. And then uh, I just wrote six. All right, Erica. Yes. This fucking yeah. duh. Yeah. <laughs> Erica, why did we need to make a note of just the number six things? From the Oh, because like, I was going to try to read the other numbers on it, but I just didn't pause it in it's, time and I couldn't get it. It was two something. No, so it was three, seven, four, I think, or three. There were a few numbers. And then 720 was up top. It was burned into the... Um, I paid way too much attention to this. All right, and I'm just going to keep going with all keep my going. little notes. Keep going. Um, so then we go to the lodge with everyone sitting in that kind of very picturesque scene. And the man from another place talks Mikey. about how the table is green for Micah, which looks exactly like what the ring is made of. So, like, obviously, I was like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. Thanks. Um, there were a few woodsmen in the lodge, which the extended scene of that oh, it's so even shows scary. any more of them. And, uh, 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 the, the fucking extended scene. No, it's I can't so, deal with it. It's so scary. <laughs> it's horrifying. I hate all the up-close shots of their fucking mouths. Oh, God, the, like, what is it, the... Was the jumping body? man? No, the body part that's, like, the thing that sticks down the back the of the throat. The uvula? Yeah, the uvula. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, it's so gross. Horrible. Um, oh, and then my next note is that Chester Desmond disappeared at the same time Jeffries did, which, if you watch, again, the missing pieces, Jeffries didn't really disappear so much as he got zapped back into the hotel. Yeah. And the guy pooped himself and goes, there's this shit to come out of my ass. <laughs> I can't deal with it. <laughs> Which honestly, David, why didn't you include that? It's an iconic line. Also, hell goddamn baby, no. Right? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna
time to get real upset about Agent Jeffries in the missing pieces. Okay. So, first he says, um, so he's talking about Judy. Yeah. And he says he went to a meeting in a, above a convenience yeah. store, which fucks me up, fam. Right. And then he says, we live inside of a dream, yep. which, fuck. Yeah. In the return. Yeah. And then he mumbles to himself, February 1989, yep. which is when Diane, I'm entering yep. the, yep. yeah, it's when literally, Laura dies. yeah, it's when Laura dies. Jeffries literally gave us the entire series on a platter and it was deleted. It was deleted. Yeah. It was a fucking deleted scene. Oh, and going back to the Chet Desmond thing, there's more to this that I just didn't read. So he disappeared right when he grabbed the ring. Yeah. Which tells me that he might be in the lodge. But yeah. We never see him in the lodge, so who is he in the lodge? Has he transformed into somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. He could, the only ones that we don't really know who they could possibly be in real life are, well, no, Mike is in real life. Yeah. In the extended scenes, at least. Yeah. Yeah. In the missing pieces, he's in real life. But, and also in the European, yeah, in real life. Either version right. of the arm, yeah, Man from another place or the evolution, yeah. So could he, like, what? Where did he go? Or is he just like somewhere else that we don't see? Or wait, one of the so in that scene with them all in that like weird gray building with this Mrs. Chalfont and like all of the yeah. jumping man. Doesn't that one guy that, like, backwards slaps his knee kind of look like him? Kind of? I don't know. I oh, The one with the beard that looks too dark for his face. Yeah, it's a fake beard. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and he does, like, a backwards knee slap. Yeah. I thought he was... was I thought that motion was, like, the pure air between two worlds motion. Like, going back and forth. That's what I thought that motion meant. I thought he was... Doing like a knee slap laugh yeah. backwards, which upsets me. Yeah, I thought he was doing like a visual representation of like the moving back and forth, like the intercourse between yeah. the two worlds. Yeah, because they talk about in the extended scenes the pure air. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. No. No. Yeah, which I, I David Lynch. Yeah, this was important, right? <laughs> yeah, and the pure air thing made me think about like the bomb. And the fact yeah. that, like, when the bomb goes off, it decimates everything the in air. the air. Yeah. yeah. Like, it roasts everything. Like, literally. Not that the air is, like, pure, but it's, like, dead. And implying that that's where they came from. Uh, and also, make no the thing about <laughs> the intercourse between the two worlds made me think about when not Diane and not Cooper have sex and then wake up in yes. a different, yeah. Because I think that's what changes everything. And, well, in that scene where Bob is raping Lara, it, like, there's, like, a lot of thunder, a lot of electricity. Not yeah. thunder, lightning. I don't know the difference yeah. between thunder and lightning, folks. Okay. It's great. Today is a great day. Um, one of my notes is just, fuck a ceiling fan. And then directly oh. under it, it's chill. Um... Wait, I have a note what about... What is record backwards or record backwards? Oh, you wanted to record us talking backwards? Oh. Which I am <laughs> like, what is... What? I have We're a note. I have a note about the Jeffries in the yes. Philadelphia. I have yeah, a couple things I wanted oh, to Oh, yeah. Mention. We don't have to keep going because my next note after that is gobble, gobble, gobble. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey says, I found something in Seattle at Judy's. Yes, that's yeah. Which I have is a like big I feel like about that and I just didn't know what it meant. Is <laughs> like, that that's like one of the only times Seattle is ever mentioned? Yeah, and I was trying to figure out like why? What did he find? Why did he say that Judy is in Seattle? Like we need to go back and look at what if Seattle is ever is mentioned? Yeah, like elsewhere. We're getting a little too deep for this podcast. I but, think I, I mean, feel like this is our only like legitimate analysis of the entire series 200 
plays in and you're actually getting actual analysis. Thanks. I mean. Welcome. This is important stuff. It is. It and is. And then, um, what, what did you have that was act- an actual note next after Gobble Gobble? <laughs> um, oh, oh, and then I was also going to mention the fact that, um. Oh, no. <laughs> All of my notes are shit posts That's at fine. this point. Um, I was going to mention Cooper leaving and then it's like this weird, like, both of the characters who are speaking are off screen. It's like Cooper goes yeah. out and he's saying something to Gordon and Gordon is not even in the shot. And he's like, I'm going to need that second mineral water, which like, when have we ever known Gordon to ask for water? Like coffee? Anything. He would be asking for coffee. Yeah. Um, is, and then he did in the missing pieces. He talked to Diane off screen. Yeah. And flirted with her. Yeah. And noticed that her clock was moved one foot over. Yeah. Which I love. And then Gordon in the missing. a kiss and I died. I hate it. It was so cute. Um, Gordon in the missing piece, that same missing piece, he's like pressing that weird thing on his desk. And he's like, give me some good news. He's like shouting into that. Like, yeah. Into the like box, what? which I think is just David Lynch not understanding technology. technology but <laughs> it was. Let's be real. Still, it was very concept. strange because it like. Took a minute for him to do that, and then you go back, and Jeffries is gone. Yeah. You need to flip the record. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so good. I just want to scream for a second about... So, after school one day, Laura's, like, kind of flirting with Bobby, and then she walks away, and Bobby dance walks backwards for, like, a I love solid so minute. Much. I... Love Bobby Briggs. Yep. Love him. Yep. My heart at Bobby Briggs right now is. That's my heart at Bobby Briggs. What are we? What What are we talking about now? Oh, we're, the, about, we're getting the, into the angels. Do you want to talk about the angel stuff? Yeah, because yeah, the angel stuff fucks me up. I have a lot a of. Lot. Well, I have a lot from different scenes yeah. about angels. So the first is after the whole, like, she leaves school and Bobby does his little dance. They're laying on their couch and um, Donna, 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 which Moira Kelly is the better Donna. Agreed. By far. Retweet. By far. She's just, like, more human. Yeah. You also, know? aside she, from the fact that I just hate Lara Flynn Boyle's face, and just, like, Moira Kelly is both, like, her eyes are, she's, like, very doe-eyed, yes. but she's also more intriguing, just, like, her face Absolutely. as, like, a person, and, like, there were times- she just exudes a better energy. Yeah, and I feel like her and Laura had, like, this weird, like, unspoken thing yes. going on between them. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they felt like they were more in love than- Oh. Donna and Laura yeah. were with Laura Flynn Boyle. Right. Yeah. Which they were supposed to be kind of like these like un- inseparable best friends were just, you know, friendly yeah. in love with each right. other. You know, the whole scene where they're with the motorcycle doing a little cha-cha, like yeah. that's like supposed to be really great. And then yeah. Laura Flynn Boyle just like is the worst. There's a scene <laughs> there's a scene in um the diary where they um they go skinny skinny dipping. Us. We're gonna talk about angels also us shit talks Donna for like two Us uh, shipping Laura and only Moira Kelly Donna. <laughs> um but yeah go smoke some crack Donna. Go smoke some crack Donna. Yeah there's a scene where they like meet these guys. I think they meet them at um the roadhouse or whatever, and then they like Probably. smoke weed and go skinny dipping together. That's cute. Um, like all four of them, and then they're each like separately making out with the dude. But it's like I'm like okay. <laughs> there's yeah. some other there's some other Laura gay stuff in here, by the way, um, which I think is interesting too. Well, because if I mean in the missing pieces, like she was kind of hooking up with Ronette and Teresa. Yeah, she like, was. was high key. They were hooking up. It was cute. But, um, yeah. Uh, gonna... Fuck Donna. Fuck Donna. Yeah. Well, fuck Laura Flynn Boyle's Donna. Yeah. Moira like, Kelly's Donna, I feel bad for. Like, if I had been introduced to the Moira Kelly 
Donna first and then had to deal with Lara Flynn Boyle Donna, I would have been so angry. So upset. Like, like if deeply Miss, upset yeah. by that. Yep. Like, like I feel like more Kelly's Donna wouldn't even have hooked up with James. Like, oh no, no, never. She would never betray her friend like that. But like, honestly, Laura was cheating on both of them. Yeah, she wasn't dating either of them. No, she was kind of being a hoe. But like, you know. Um. Anyway, the angels. Anyways. (laughs) Um. Continuing on from the note before. Um, so there's a quote in here in, um, I'm in the secret diary, page 78. Um, all I need are rumors buzzing around that Renna and I are quote unquote seeing each other every chance we get. Mom would have to be sent to the Haywards, if not in the hospital itself. And dad, he'd most likely think we were talking about a new game, an extension of kick the can, maybe. Who cares? Um, so she's writing in her diary about how she was at a party the night before, um, and I think Bobby was there, and there was this girl who was, like, um, making bets with everyone at the party, um, being like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you can give me an orgasm while eating me out, and then Laura does wins it. Wins the bet. Laura wins. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, and some Laura, guys- Laura Palmer, bisexual icon. Yeah. Icon. Yeah, and then some dude tries to get in on it, and Laura's like, go away. Disgusting. Big mood. <laughs> Big mood. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Yeah. Um, wait. The, this More big, gay shit? Yeah, this big guy was trying to squeeze his way in, and I told him to back off a minute. He was bent out of shape, but then watched how desperately the girl needed just a moment to herself. She, t- <laughs> she took me by the hair and said, I haven't been able to do that for almost two years. I'd like to see you back here if I haven't scared you off already. I am hard. Okay, all right, now no more gay stuff. No No more gay stuff. No more hating on Donna, which, well, we'll come back to Donna, I'm sure. But we're actually going to talk about the angels real quick. So, my notes are basically I. So, Donna asks, if you're falling in space, would you speed up or slow down? And Laura goes on like this rant, and she goes, and the angels wouldn't help you because they've all gone away. And. I feel like, A, that's a nod to the whole, um, like, CSA survivor kind of PTSD stuff yeah. that Firewalk with me is talking about. And also the literal angels within yeah. Firewalk with me. And uh, I have a whole bunch of other angel stuff written yeah. down here. <laughs> I just read one of my funny notes. We'll get back to that one. <laughs> It made me laugh, so it's going to be good. Um, Lars, angel painting she keeps mm-hmm. looking at at yeah. really poignant moments while she's writing in the mm-hmm. diary. And then the angel disappears when she gets the painting into her, the other painting into yeah. her room, the one that Miss Chalfont and that little boy, that fucking jumping man representing the little boy. <sighs> Who, honestly, I already hate children. Yeah. And, like, I already... Yeah. I already want children that, honestly, Richard Horn, you should have been born earlier. Run that one down. (laughs) 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 And, um... (laughs) I'm trying to, like, scan my notes for Angel stuff. Okay, I have Um, one of my notes is... Okay, oh... One of them says angle. All right, cool. Um, so there was the angel in the train car, which was followed immediately by Mike mm-hmm. trying to open the door yeah. and rescue her. So I was kind of wondering, does Mike control the angels possibly? Cause he's more of the better force. He's not a great force within the black lodge, but he's, more of the morally, like, he's trying yeah. to control Bob, at least. Yeah. He's not, like, a great dude. No. Because he's still in the Black Lodge, but, like, he's trying to but minimize he, yeah. the damage. He literally cut off his arm to limit. Yes. Yeah. The control the Lodge had over him. Exactly. And then the angel was in the Black Lodge, actually. Yeah. Which symbolizes, again, going back to what I was just saying. All the angels have gone away. 
Yeah. So they've all gone to the Black Lodge. Yeah. And then in the missing piece where... Um, yeah, I have some <laughs> missing piece notes. With yeah. Me where um, Donna and Laura are sitting on the couch in Donna's house. And then Doc Hayward and the, um, her mom come in. They're talking, and then he f- somehow finds a has message. Has, like, a little piece of paper, and Donna, yeah. he's like, it's and a he's prescription. Like, it's a prescription. And then yes. he's like, it's not a prescription, it's a message. Fuck you, Donna. And it says... I'm sorry, I hate Donna. <laughs> Deeply. I hate her less in Firewalk with me. Yes, but I still hate her. <laughs> um, it says, the angels will return, and when you see the one that's meant to help you, you will weep with joy. Which brings me on to my next th- thing. So I've always... Just not even making any type of analysis. I've always just automatically assumed that the message was from the log lady because it's a message, and who else gives messages within Twin Peaks yeah. besides the log and the log lady? Yeah. And I was thinking back to when the log lady meets Laura at the Bang Bang Bar, and. <laughs> Outside of it, like, right before she goes in and she gives her that message. And Laura starts crying. Yeah. Out of joy. And if you kind of link those two up, it makes sense. Yeah. It, like, implies that It implies that the log lady is at least the angel's messenger, if not the angel itself. Yeah. And I was referencing this last week. Well, hi. And... I know nobody understood me when I was saying the log lady's message in Fire Walk with me if you didn't see the missing pieces yeah. as well because I forgot that it wasn't within the film itself because David left out every single important bit. Me um, keeps pausing to burp hot dog burps. <laughs> I have another, another Doc Hayward note. I'm done with my Doc Hayward notes. Brushing right over Erica's burps. Um, Doc Hayward walks into the room when Donna and Laura are sitting on the couch. Um, He walks in, he's carrying this little red scarf or whatever, and he's trying to do like a magic Yes. And so he pulls it up and he's like, oh, it didn't work. And then he says, it worked at the light at Sparkwood in 21. The traffic light, which is where... Laura jumps off the bike, which I was thinking, like, is that... Is that the intersection, or is it the intersection with Mike? No, it's... Sparkwood in 21 is where Laura gets off the motorcycle. Okay, yeah. When she's with Which I still kind of... Even though we've seen, like, the extension of that scene in The Return, uh, which we'll talk about in a future episode, because that fucks me up, fam. Yeah. Um, I still kind of laugh at that. I'm like... When he, at the end of it, waits until it's a red light to go, I'm like, really, James? Like, you try hard, bitch. Like, really? You want (laughs) to seem edgy and cool, so you wait until it turns red to go? Ooh! In a dead street with no cops around, you fucking pussy. (laughs) I was going to theorize, and Erica just went into shit talking. I mean, do you expect anything less from me? Um, so no, I was just gonna say the thing about the Sparkwood and 21 intersection is like, is that a place where the barrier between the two worlds is thinner and like weird stuff happens? Like, not to say that it's like a portal or whatever, but well, maybe no, there's like, it is literally a portal in the return. Yeah. Because Coop comes through yeah. there and she sees him through the woods and she screams because she doesn't know like, right. what it is. Yeah. Um, just interesting that that's where his magic trick happened to work. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's because I had never, I had never noticed that. And he also noticed, he also said, where is the red rose, which made me think of blue rose. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what do you have? Going back a bit, uh, I have all caps, fuck a ceiling fan and then chills. I literally had physical chills. The ceiling fan is so... The ceiling fan, particularly in the scene where Bob slash Leland is looking for her diary and Laura catches her because she's trying to take home that painting. Yeah. Um, And then I have a note about how Bob... Obviously, Bob is 
technically in the lore of it possessing Leland, but on a more critical thinking note, Bob represents a CSA survivor's coping mechanism of imagining that someone yes. else is doing yeah. this to them and it's not their parent yeah. or their other you know, yeah. relative or whoever is right. doing it. They're imagining some yeah. really evil just Yeah, because she's trying being. to like separate her father from this terrible exactly. thing that he's doing to her. Yeah, Exactly. And Twin Peaks has a whole series, particularly Firewalk with me, is a great allegory for childhood sexual abuse, which if you guys don't know what CSA stands for. I felt like I needed to like yeah. clarify the acronym if, if somebody is not deeply. Yeah. And then, so Leland, <laughs> this is funny. I'm sorry. I have to go from the serious stuff I to mean, the funny stuff. Okay. Wait, no. So this is, this part is serious a little bit. So Leland at dinner asks her if she's washed her hands. She's looking at her hands, and then he says, "There's dirt under her finger, and it's her left hand's ring finger, which uh, is the finger that he has the lodge ring." Fuck, and yeah, also the one that she puts the he puts the letter under. That. Yeah, 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 exactly. I hate it. And she looks at it and she screams. So I wonder if she saw the letter under it. Because I think that was a publicized detail of Teresa Banks' murder, which yeah. happened exactly one year before. Yeah. Um, and then she looks at her fucking necklace, which she has the friends part of the best friends. Yeah. And he goes, is it from a, a lover? lover? And I'm like, it's from a friend. It says friends, you dumb fuck. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> It literally, if it was like a friends forever and she had the forever part of it, yeah, like short, then maybe. And it literally says best friends. Like, is it from a lover? No, dumbass. It's from a best friend. That's what it says. That's what it says. Also, fuck you. It's disgusting to use the word lover. Like speaking to your daughter. That's Disturbingly. gross. It's gross. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. And even Sarah's like, they don't call him that. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. Knock it the fuck off. Yeah. Which, talking about Sarah in the missing pieces, there's a scene where um, she forgets something. She asks, she oh, she, Laura, she asks Laura, where's my blue sweater? And this is right after Laura's underneath the ceiling fan. Yes. Um, Sarah walks in and she's like, where's my blue sweater? And Laura's like, mom, what are you wearing? And she's wearing the blue sweater. Yeah. And, and then she, goes, she starts, it happening? it's happening again. And Laura's yeah. like, no, no. Yeah. Which is deeply upsetting because we know that Sarah's the one that ate the bug. So, like, what does that mean that she doesn't realize that she's wearing the sweater? Like, without the context of the return, you would think that maybe she has Alzheimer's. Which yeah. In the context of the return also makes sense that she might have Alzheimer's because of the whole um, liquor store. Yeah experience but like I don't I feel like it was absolutely fate that Sarah and Leland got married yeah it was absolutely like there was no way that they were not going to end up together that it was definitely some cosmic energy kind of bringing them together um I also mentioned that in this scene where Laura has the painting on her wall and she's like trying to sleep and she sees herself going through the thing. Mm -hmm. Her pajamas at the time yeah. were a long black sleeve, yeah. which yep. looks very much like her yeah. outfit inside of the lodge. Yeah. With sleeves. Um, I don't know who said this, but my quote is, all goodness is in jeopardy at the bang bang. I think that might have been what log lady said yeah. to her. I think, yeah, that's definitely, if you, she was like, if you don't, the all goodness is in jeopardy. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of notes, so I'm just gonna give y'all some music before I get into some deep cuts. <laughs> So I'm upset about Donna again. Shock, surprise. So Donna is with Laura at the Bang Bang. Yep. Where 
they're having that little moment. And, you know, she knows that Laura is, like, prostituting herself. Yeah. And she knows, like, literally that Donna and Ronette are in the same little, like, booth getting eaten out at the same time. Yeah. Eaten out? Eaten out? Eaten. <coughs> eaten out? Yeah. Eaten out? I would say eaten. Eaten. Yeah. Um, yeah. I gotta, gotta check for a second. Shut up, Donna. Fuck! I hate that. Hate it. Also, how I so, how iconic is it though when Laura's just like, <laughs> yep, yeah. goddamn mood. <laughs> and so, what I want to know is, why the fuck did didn't Donna mention the Bang Bang Bar to the police when Laura fucking died? Like, that's a highly suspicious shit. Bitch, why didn't you say something? Well, my first thought She's is like... a bitch, that's why. My first thought is maybe at the time since the actual series came first and then the movie came after, maybe yeah. like David Lynch hadn't decided yet that that had already happened, but then again, David Lynch plans every single thing that's ever happened, She's ever. planned everything. So, yeah, she does hide that. She definitely... And then she acts like she didn't know... Because that she then Audrey has to go and discover the whole one-eyed Jacks thing, but like Donna definitely knew about that. Yeah. Like hard evidence actually knew about this. Yeah. Like there's no way. So Yeah, I, I just and Donna, also, why are you being a shady bitch? That's just what I wanna know. The yeah. next thing I have is um the upsetting thing that you're gonna freak the okay. fuck out about. So I'm gonna. We're gonna do just anything do it. else to no, say about that. No, just do Donna. it. No. All right. So the scene with Mike in the van yep. chasing them. Yeah. And he, they stop at the intersection, yep. and he goes around and swings back yep. so that he can yell at Leland. Yeah. Is the same intersection. Yeah. Where Richard hit yep. the kid. Yeah, I said that two weeks ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you were like, oh, are we sure? I'm not paying attention to anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought I was going to fuck you up with that. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like real hype for that too. I was like, <laughs> I, I done did a thing. Yeah, no, that's absolutely yeah. the same intersection, which also fucks me up because that fucking pole definitely yeah. moved. <laughs> yes. Like there's, it's yeah. not there. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I know you said that, and I was like, she's not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then my next note is, does Bobby have a fucking T-Birds jacket on? <laughs> Danny Zuko wannabe? Oh, my God. <laughs> also, he I, does. I hate him. <laughs> also, like, Bobby kills a guy? Bobby, you didn't know that Bobby No, no, no. Just, like, it's... No, I know Bobby kills yeah. a guy, but then Laura just being for like... For baby laxative, and then she's like, why would you kill someone for baby laxative? And he's like, I didn't know it was baby laxative. Right? Dumb shit. And then Laura's like Dumb laughing bitch. at him. Oh my god, and then the missing piece when he's like, baby laxative, and they just like, throw it all over the place. That was really funny. Iconic. I love Bobby Franks more than anyone in the series. <laughs> Going back to the angels, God we want to talk David about Lynch. David Lynch left all of the important shit in the missing pieces. So first, Honestly? I want to talk about Laura literally telling Jacoby that she's going to make a recording for him, which they then find inside of the little coconut inside of Jacoby's yeah. office, which is just mind-blowing. Yeah. And why was that not part of the movie? Like, literally, he cut out multiple characters out of the movie. Like, yeah. But then another missing piece... Involves um, some other characters we haven't seen, which are Major Briggs and his Betty wife. Briggs. Yeah, so Ms. Betty Briggs. we all like canonically know that Laura went to Bobby's the night yes. she died and then went home. Um, and we see that in that missing piece, which, yeah, fuck you, David. Yeah, so she goes to Bobby's, she needs more coke. Um, they're like making out on the couch or whatever, and while they're down there in the basement. Major Briggs and Betty Briggs are sitting up 
in the like living room or whatever and major briggs is like reading the bible talking about something about angels or whatever it was like he was reading a bunch so i didn't write it all down but it was about angels oh Um, yeah and then okay so i did want to say that immediately after i said fuck you david i also wanted to add but also i will fuck you david (laughs) um (laughs) just saying um that's that's really the only important bit I, i'm sorry you guys probably think i'm far away but i'm just changing she's record. switching the record um and then the missing piece where laura's like hiding in the car and leland is walking to the house and she's <sighs> so fucking scary fire walk with me upsets me deeply fire walk with me is like a fucking time. horror movie it is a horror movie and it's one of the most effective horror movies i've ever seen it's so it's even, scary even if you take it out of the series it's still fucking terrifying yeah that scene in the rail car just every time it fucks me up it fucks me up fam um what else you got i have a lot all right, go for it. Uh, I don't know who said this, but I always thought you knew it was me. Did Leland say that? Yes, Leland said that to Lara. Not while they're fucking. Maybe while they're fucking. Because it's it's right after my my dumb connection about the white horse being the horse of the white to the eye. Yeah. And oh. I just wanted to like note that. Just in my brain. That I think something that Major Briggs was reading also mentioned a horse. Yes. I, yeah. yeah, that's why I have it down. Yeah. I'm like, why are my notes? Um, why are these my notes? Because uh, I don't take good notes. Um, And then, so, yeah, I have the note that I always thought you knew it was me. Um, oh, when he confronts her with the missing pages. Yeah. Um. But then it flashes kind of to Bob very briefly. And so I don't know if that's Leland saying that or Bob saying that. Like if Bob thought she knew it was him like as an entity or if Leland thought she knew it was him as a person. Um, And then I skip all of my notes and my final note is... First, it says, so it's all the stuff about the angel in the train car, the angel in the black lodge, is the long lady her angel, and the following note is, nothing happens. Um, so, in Laura Palmer's diary, this is July 22nd, which I believe is her birthday um and then august 2nd and then there's a ripped out page two ripped out pages and then the entry says i think of death these days as a companion i long to meet and then there's another ripped out page and then the entry after this says it's her talking to bob um and bob's voice is all caps italic it says, little bitch, are you there, Bob? Always. Why don't you just come take me now? Take my life now. Too easy. That's bullshit. I'm going insane. I can't live like this anymore. Either get out of my fucking head right now, out of my life, out of my home, out of my dreams, or kill me. You take all the fun out of it. So I was right from the beginning. It has always been your goal to kill me. Sometimes life is about what happens before death. I wanted to see what could be done. I'm an experiment. Yes, you said that once before. I've never had a chance. Sure you have. I don't believe you. Nobody does. That is why you are falling. Falling? Into darkness. Nice, isn't it? No. No. I told you I hate this. No, because Laura says in Firewalk with me that he wants to be her. Yeah. Not kill her. Yeah. Be her. Right. So that doesn't make, that doesn't add up. If he says that she, if she says that she always knew he wanted to kill her, but he always wants to be her. That's not, it's not quite towards the end yet. Maybe she doesn't like realize it. Yeah. Well, and then like, there's a whole thing with the mirror where she sees Bob. Yeah. Um, and then we, there's also a part. Talk about that scene ever again in my life. Um, are you real Bob? To you, I am the only reality there is. Um, and then he says 
skip down a couple lines. Someone of wisdom is always more difficult to communicate with. This is the fire you must walk through. I don't want to hear about fire. Then you don't want the answer. Who are you really? I am what you fear I could be. Enough. I understand. It's enough. I have to go. Go away now. Please just leave. Happy last days, Laura's baby. I have gone insane. I won't be talking with you for a while. Um, and I was just have been wondering, like, what does fire walk with me actually mean? Like that phrase. Um, I mean, it's always said as if there's a comma after fire. It's right. Fire walk, walk with, with me. me. Yeah. Um, but it's, which means could be, could mean like a signal to follow. Yeah. Like come with me. Um, I don't, I don't read any theory on Twin Peaks at all because I just don't have the time and I just, I'm, I'm a human shit post. I, you, I, I don't have this time. Spend so much time so reading much memes. Time online doing memes and creating a brand that I don't even give a shit about in a fucking <laughs> Facebook group. <laughs> and I'm only that brand in the one weird hill, not in the other. I go so down, far down the rabbit hole with like, theories I get weak. It's because I was an English major and yeah, I love well, analyzing no, shit. The reason I don't is because I will literally not stop. I'm a Sagittarius. I love learning. I will not stop. <laughs> and I know myself and I know I won't ever fucking sleep because I know because I've done it before. I yeah. did it before with the Elvis is not dead theory. I did it before <laughs> with Jean Benet. I've done it before with Brittany Murphy's murder. Yes, she got murdered. I could talk about this for days. You did that on our other podcast. I know. Don't do it. Sharon. She Um, killed them. She poisoned them. There was literally um, arsenic in their fucking blood. She was being slowly poisoned for months. For months. And she told her mother she knew she was dying because her fucking insides were running out from the poison. And they found the poison. And they did nothing. I'm sorry. Before that happened, I was going to say, like, obviously the fire in Twin Peaks represents, like, evil. Um, Maybe fire walk with me as a phrase sort of represents dealing with the dark side of yourself. Um, Because especially in The Secret Diary, Laura has a lot of dealing with, like, she talks a lot about yeah. with um, how she thinks she's a bad person and she has to, like, come to terms with the fact that she does things that aren't great. Like, I mean, she's like any other teenager. She does drugs. She has sex. Whatever. Yeah. It's not like she's doing anything that's, like, really that terrible. Um, and she's like, sometimes I like being bad, whatever. And, like, she's just sort of has to accept that mm-hmm. fact. Um, and I feel like that's something that Coop never really accepts and that's sort of what brings about his downfall because he never he's so he never understood that she was finally at peace in the lodge yeah even when he like sees her in the lodge and he puts his hand on her shoulder reassuringly she seems genuinely yeah you know relieved at least yeah that over for her and yeah. then obviously we'll talk about this more once we get to the last episode because Carrie Page upsets me deeply yeah um and the <sighs> other thing is the fact that Cooper himself as a character is so like virtuous and like so good and noble and doesn't really have any of the flaws is why he ends up being so split in half exactly So, like, he never, like, he doesn't entertain the thought of flirting with Audrey. He, like, as we learn in, like, additional material is the fact that he slept with Caroline, who was Wyndham Earl's wife. Yeah. Um, So he's tried so hard to put all of that behind him rather than dealing with the fact that he is flawed and he is human and he's, like, capable of making mistakes. He literally almost got murdered because he slept with Caroline. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't, he never deals with the fact that he makes human mistakes and like has you know bad judgment makes bad choices like instead of that he 
the fact that he doesn't deal with it is what leads to him being trapped in the lodge and getting split in, in half. Exactly. And I do want to, so I'm going through our texts because you kind of like live tweeted the missing pieces to me, basically. Um, what the ceiling fan one. Bitch. When her smile turns into Bob's smile. I hate it more than anything in the whole guy. I cannot world. look at a ceiling fan. No, I can't. I can't listen to them when it like turned on while she was sleeping and she just like started panicking like same. Fucking same. But I also noticed that it kind of sounded like a like a washing machine. And I was like, did these foley artists do this? <laughs> Is there? I feel like there's a. And then our next texts are about the Ducktales dog. Which back to him. I'm just sitting here watching the video. So iMessage updated so that videos like autoplay in iMessage. So I'm just scrolling this, and the dog, the Ducktales dog, is just doing this shoulder shake, and I'm just sitting here doing the shoulder shake with it. (laughs) Um. What was I gonna say? Uh. Um. I don't know. No, oh, I was gonna say, isn't there a word for, like, when something that's, like, a common, like, item or occurrence becomes, like, scary? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. We have one one thing else, (laughs) and I'm gonna be real upset about it. So I had to record while this is on, even though I'm like in the middle of texting about something. But the thing I'm most upset about, hold on, I need a moment. So, the part I am most upset about, and I think Kat is upset about as well. I mean, besides everything. Besides everything. The thing I'm most upset... Did you drop your phone down the back of my couch? Nice. Again? Yeah. Again? Did you not see me down in there just now? (laughs) Anyway. Oh, man. I'm just upset that they completely left Ed and Norma out yeah firewalk and it's only in the missing pieces it's only in the missing pieces and it's not even like just the one where nadine is like i don't want coffee fuck you nadine go kill yourself (laughs) fuck nadine but then it's also that scene where they're drunk in the car and they're cuddling and they're being loving and they're just the best couple in all of twin peaks and they just out of everyone in twin peaks they give me the most hope for everything and yeah like I get really upset about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you going to cry for real? Yes, I'm crying. I'm sorry. It's okay. you got to get it out somehow. Yeah, the fact that they end up together in the return <laughs> um, is like everything bad has happened in Twin Peaks, but at least this the two the of them. Best. Uh, they're just the best couple they're like everything bad in the world can go wrong and as long as Norma and Ed are together everything is good yeah like Laura can get raped by her dad she can get murdered Donna can be Donna (laughs) (laughs) horrible James can be James which when he rolled up on that motorcycle with the meme with the extended forehead I was like I literally can't say it anything Oh my god, I just makes my Also, what a look is is Laura getting on the motorcycle with her thigh highs and her garters? Literally mood. Like that's such a look. A look. But yeah, also Firewalk with me just like really upsets me. I do you wanna keep going before this bit? Because no. I think they know that this is gonna be a bit at this point. I was just gonna <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, um Cheryl Lee went so hard. Acting in this oh movie. yeah 
and like she never got any no recognition, recognition for it and like but she was phenomenal and like it. she was fucked up by it like afterwards oh, how yeah. deeply she went into the character of Laura oh like, yeah like there's good method acting and then there's bad method acting at Jared Leto <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just firewalk with me so we're just kind of concluding it now um firewalk with me just like really upsets me in general like I'm just sitting there the whole time just like really just like really upset by it and I'm not a survivor and I can't imagine what survivors are going through watching this but even as an outsider it's just like very deeply upsetting that she put all of her trust in all of these people also Harold's really hot I just wanted to mention that I tweeted that at you or like I, you texted me you that. Uh, <laughs> me is going into a bit and Talks about how hot Harold Also, in that scene when she's with Harold and her, she's like... making out with him? No, and her fucking teeth and her... Oh, when she changes into... Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and then it happens to Leland later. Yep, it's fine. It's yeah. definitely fine. It's fine. Everything's all right. Yeah. Everything's fine. The whole thing is just, like, us... If... If that dog with the everything is fine was instead inside of like a bunch of water, just like, you know, Chamber of Secrets yeah. style waves crashing and just like absolutely sobbing. That's just us. Okay, like, no, wait, but I literally have a meme on my phone of Laura with the fire in the back. Oh my God, please send that to me. Oh my God, please tweet that as well. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like, just all of it just like, really makes me want to cry. I have no water left in my body. I have a lot of cry. alcohol in my body. It's cancer season. It's not even like two weeks into cancer season. Also, can we talk about how Laura is a cancer Leo cusp, which makes so much sense. Cusps aren't real, but yeah. Like, I literally feel like Timon and Pumbaa from the end of Can You Feel the Love Tonight just like... I hope y'all could have heard that because it's literally just them being like just obnoxiously crying and just I tried to do a bit with us just crying for ten minutes. It's not working out. Erica literally trying so hard to cry. Erica texted me like three days ago, four days ago, and was like, here's an idea. We should cry and record it. And I'm like, literally for 10 minutes while playing air horns. Just like, and I'm like, it's 95 degrees. All I've had to drink today is coffee and alcohol. I have no tears. The front of your knees are sweating. My ears are sweating. Like, How does the front of your knee even sweat? I don't know. That's it was the strangest feeling ever. It's terribly hot it's like 95 degrees in new york and everything is terrible and it's been like this for a few days now and it's gonna keep being like this until we all fucking die basically thanks trump it's all global warming it's not fine um anyway so this was our podcast this week Sorry we didn't cry for 10 minutes. Okay, but I feel like we it did. Been we actually had, like, good analysis this week. Oh, yeah. We, like, actually generally tried. And this is going to be a long episode, like, because it's really serious. Oh, I did want to mention, because I mentioned this off of the podcast, but I want to mention how deeply upset I am that they also didn't involve Andy, Harry, yeah. and Lucy, Lucy. and Hawk. Because there were, like, at least two scenes with them in the missing pieces. Yeah. Like, they just cut them out of the movie. They cut... And then they also cut out Josie. And yeah. that whole scene with the two-by-four, which is absolutely yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I want less Chet Desmond, more Twin Peaks people. Please give me my Twin Peaks people. Honestly, what the fuck, David? That's gonna be the title of this episode and the fact that we have to watch the missing pieces like pieced together in an illegal 
link online or like on oh YouTube God, or whatever. No. Like, really? You didn't? You looked them up like illegally? Like, yeah. Why? Where did you watch them? They're on the Criterion. They're I don't have, on the DVD. I don't have the Criterion. I do. I watched all of this illegally. <laughs> I mean, please. Wow. No, the rest of us are like. It, a, it comes in the box set called The Missing Pieces, and B, it also comes on the Criterion. Well, literally, you're like, literally everyone who's watching it illegally, I'm like, no. Well, uh, now that I've embarrassed myself, that's... I mean, you do you, boo, but like... Listen... You thinks that everyone has to piece it together. Me watches it as one ninety-minute continuous film <sighs> on the Criterion, <laughs> which, well, like, honestly, still a better movie than Firewalk with Me. No shade, but like, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. All right, that was our podcast. Bye. <laughs>